Hi, good evening. My name is Jay Rothman, and welcome to Real Men, Real Talk Live. Hi, good evening. My name again is Jay Roth, but I am the host of the show. I am excited to have in the studio this evening, Mr. Josh Richard coming in from somewhere in the Americas. Welcome to the show, Josh. We have Evis Love Heath, the man of the land from down under. He calls Australia home. Welcome to the show, Evis Love. And of course, we have coming in from Nashville, Tennessee, Mr. Jeff Asano. Welcome to the show, guys. Another week has passed. And uh, it's good to see you guys. I, I, um, I want to take a moment here to invite our viewers as they join us this evening. If you um, have any questions or comments for us, please drop them into the comments section. And if you hear something that you like or even love, would love, tap your love button on your monitor and light us up. Because when you light us up, oh, who knows where it will take us. And you are on this trip with us tonight. So... When you light us up, come for the ride. Uh, But in any event, um, welcome to the show, guys. Tonight's topic is all about, is it uh, time to uncover to discover the real you? Is it time to uncover to discover the real you? And so um, actually, before we jump in, I just want to acknowledge, for those that think I may have some lipsticks, uh, (laughs) throw my feminine side of myself being at peace with it. It is not by choice. Uh, It is uh, one of COVID's uh, tricks up its sleeve, how it's come after my body is through my lips. And so I, um, my lips, these are not my natural lips. They are my COVID lips this evening. But today, two weeks that I'm in the COVID and I'm on a healing, uh, healing end of it. Uh, Thankfully, uh, I am well today. I'm just dealing with some side effects that I'm going to take some time to dissolve in my body, but I'm doing all that I can do to help that process along. And so I'm just grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be alive and I'm grateful to be home and I'm grateful to be on Real Men Real Talk Live. So welcome guys. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Man. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. We're so thank grateful you, to hear you. Exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. Of course. You got it. So <laughs> in any event, uh, Carrie says COVID makes you look beautiful. She's so... <laughs> He's so nice. Your lips, are, your lips are sexy. LOL. Yeah, I know, right? But they hurt. They hurt so. They, there's a lot of pain in them. Uh, but you know, it's just a reminder for me. No matter where my pain shows up in my life, whether it be a physical pain or an emotional pain, it's just there to show me something. It's there to teach me something. And so, even in this moment, as uh, painful as it may be. Uh, I'm in acceptance of it. I'm grateful that if this is the worst that I'm dealing with, then all things considered, I'm doing well. And so with that, I want to turn the show over to uh, Evis to open us up tonight on uh, Uncover to Discover the Real You. What does that mean and what is this about? Mm, Family, friends, and uh, all my brothers and sisters on the other side of the pond, 
Thanks for having me as always from the bottom of my heart. And here in the land down under, you're checking in. Uh, we're just coming on to our lunchtime here. So thanks for joining in, guys. And um, yeah, uncovering to discover that real, true, authentic you. You know, have you started the uh, journey so far? Did you do your reflection? I've been dropping a couple of videos to invite my brothers and sisters just on that invitation into the new way of life, into the new here, into 2021, to really embody that highest possible version of yourself. And even just in this past week alone, I've seen some beautiful brothers and sisters' journeys really start to unfold and blossom into the embodiment of their highest self. Now, for me personally, and it's funny, I'm uh, reflecting uh, quite a bit over the last month, and uh, we're in Capricorn season, so it's time to really get things moving. We had our shake-ups in 2020. We got things moving, all the planetary bodies, all the heavenly bodies. They shook shit up for us, man, and I think we're all still starting to see just the residue of all of that. If you feel like things are going to stop, my brothers and sisters, be ready. Shit ain't going to stop. It's going to keep shaking up until we start realizing that we are co-creating this real, this reality that we're living in. Now, if we haven't been able to uncover some of those fragmented, some of those broken pieces of our very self up until this point, 2021, when I keep asking you if you're the one, then my brothers and sisters, we're going to continue to be the product of the external environment and all the craziness that's going on around outside us in the world. So when I talk about uncovering to discover that real authentic true self of yours, we're going to have to walk into the shadow. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to walk into the darkness. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to confront our fears. We're going to even have to take off the mask. Mm -hmm. You know, where did that mask come from? Mm -hmm. Did we put it up as an early age to protect ourselves in this dark, dark world? Was it layers to keep us safe, to keep us feeling secure in a dark, chaotic world? Well, all of those things probably above my brothers and sisters, but we do now have that beautiful light to be able to walk in this darkness and really peel back, shed back, and shred back the layers that may not have been ours. So I know we're going to be diving in deep tonight, my brothers and sisters, and I'm looking forward to uncover and recover the true authentic self as we dive in deep at Real Men Real Talk Live. Whew. Let us, yeah, you know what? We had about five shows in what <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was dropping, it was dropping, Jeff. I was getting ready for the number six show and it was uh, better to pull back, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same stuff for the rest of the year. No, that, that was, was beautiful. beautiful man. Man. That was a beautiful opener. <clears throat> what, do you what, feel, it, what do you feel, Josh? What do you feel, brother? Yeah. What, what, it, uh, what came up yeah. in me when you were talking about the mask was that, uh, you know, a lot of times the mask isn't even our own. Um, you know, it's what we adopted from our parents or and which came from their grandparents. And, you know, we never stopped to question it or say, is this even mine? Like what? <laughs> and I've done that with a couple of things recently and it's been beautiful. I mean, uh, you know, my 
my father, when I um, was starting these these travels and this journey, was expressing a lot of fear, and he shows his love through fear. And uh, but and I realized it wasn't even him; it was my grandfather talking to me in that moment. And I was like, and I and I wear those same fears, and I've battled with a lot of those my life, and uh, I, and I've worked really hard to you know dislodge those and not carry those anymore. That was my mask, and I realized that it. You know, when I looked, when I met my father with compassion in that moment, as he was sh showering his fears all over me, um, I was like, "Wow, these aren't even his; they're they're grandpa's." Um, but uh, yeah, we don't have to carry this stuff. Josh, I I want to take a moment here just to acknowledge you for really just sharing something that's really powerful that you uncovered and discovered very recently. As you uh, have made some, you know, some some decisions in your life that weren't necessarily your dad was comfortable with, right? But here's right. The, here's the question that I have: when when we in that moment have the awareness that a loved one, especially a mom or a dad, could be a sibling, could be a friend, doesn't have to be a relative by blood, but when they are sharing their fears, which aren't even their fears, but mm -hmm. your grandfather's fears, and it may even go back generations before him. Mm -hmm. How are you able to mm -hmm. receive that without it, without you taking it on, without you now living in his fears and playing small, meaning making other choices that may that may not be what's best for you because although your dad loves you to death, he's not you. He's not in your shoes. And so how do we find a balance between respecting and honoring and loving a, a friend or a relative like a dad? Mm -hmm. But at the okay. same time, when is when can we say it's not good for me? Thank you for sharing. Like, were you able to are you able to not say cut him off, but are you able to set a loving boundary in that moment? And you know, stop them before you end up with their train wreck. Mm -hmm. It it was, um, and it was it was hard. It was over three phone calls, and he his fear didn't change. He he basically straight up said, uh, "I hope they don't they shut down airline travel, and you can't go." Um, and uh, so that was hard to hear. I wanted to hear something totally different. Uh, from my friends and family. And, um, you know, of course, we want to be cheered on and supported. And this is a, something new that I'm going through and discovering and uncovering my true self are these travels and the project that I'm working on and all of that. And so, uh, yeah, it felt uh, it was tough not to be supported. And it, um, it hurt the first time. Uh, the second call, I realized where it was coming from, that awareness, that clarity. And uh, like Ev said, you know, you got to go through it to get over it. And uh, when we're aware of something and we can move through it um, with awareness one last time, then it's like going through the darkness one more time, but with open eyes and seeing it for all that it is. And then we get to the other side and we can heal. Um, mm -hmm. But we keep, you know, in the past, we keep getting to that darkness, to that moment and backing down.
and backing away. And so it, it was time for me to pass through it with awareness, with new eyes, see that it was my grandfather, see that it was my father sharing his love in the way that he shares his love and thanking him for that. I even acknowledged, I said, I, I appreciate that you're, you're loving me right now and you're worried about me, but I'm going to do this anyway. Mm-hmm. And this is really important for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, staying true to ourselves and setting those boundaries. So it's all the stuff we've covered. Yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful. Uh, beautiful. beautiful what you just shared, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to ask you to jump in, but before you jump in, the hot waters here, I want to just acknowledge our viewers and guests coming in from the United States. Let us know what state you are coming in from. I know we've got viewers coming in joining us this evening from Scotland, the Netherlands, Australia. I believe maybe even the UK. If I missed your home, perhaps Canada, uh, let us know where you're coming in from. We love to acknowledge and acknowledge those of you that are joining us, especially from overseas. Mm. Channel, uh, what are you making of uh, of all this this talk that's going on right here right now? You know, uh, Josh just said something about his father, and uh, what popped into my head is when when I, you know. 20, 20 some odd years ago and I quit my job to, to do photography and go out on my own. I just remember I got a call from my mother one night and she asked me, how are you sleeping at night? And I said, great. And she said, um, are you frightened? And I said, no, you know, I, this is what I'm doing. And I wasn't too far into it. And she said, your father's not sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. And I said, really, why? He said, he's worried about you. He's, he's thinking, all he's, he's frightened, and all of these fears are con- coming up inside of him. And I said, I said, and I just smiled, and I went, wow, you know, um, uh, I've unlearned that on some, on some level. Uh, but he was, he was more frightened about what could happen, what might happen, because I left, quote, unquote, safety and security, the way he looked at it, in a job, um, nine to five, pension, salary, benefits, and all that good stuff. And I, I put that behind me to create my own life. And my, my father didn't know that. It was mm-hmm. always about that safety and security. And um, it was something inside of me that, that just never even thought about um, safety and security and all of that stuff because I – when we when we really tap into um, uh, our soul's plan, what we're really here to do inside of us, and and break that chain, and and we tap into what we're really here to do in in that moment, and we're we're tapping into that our soul's plan inside of us. There is no fear because you know that this is the path. That you you should be on, and and that's that's what 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 happened for me in 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 the moments. I never had any fear because I knew that this was part of my my plan, my soul's destiny, my soul purpose was to move on this path and then stay on that path, and whatever transpired on that path, look at it all as an opportunity. Beautiful, but that's not. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about whatever we were saying before about um, the the. The, the shadow that we've all been going through um, and how if we look in the macrocosm outside of ourselves and see that shadow 
And that shadow is being illuminated for us in the world right now. I mean, so in the shadow, there's light. But the shadow and what's in the shadow and beneath the shadow needs to be illuminated before, so we can see it and we can engage it and then see what we need to shift and change. And we can really see that in the world outside of ourselves right now. And my question to everybody is, if that's happening in the world outside of ourselves, because when the shadow, when we go into the shadow and, and in the shadow, we start to illuminate what comes up is all what we need to have surface so we can deal with it. And it's stuff that we're not gonna like to see. It's feelings we're not gonna wanna feel. It's memories that we're not gonna wanna deal with. But that's what happens in the shadow. And that needs to be illuminated. So if you're looking in the world outside of it and seeing that, my question to everybody is, is in 2020, what has been illuminated um, inside of you that's come up that you can now look at, process, release, and then move into a more authentic self. Boom. Mm -hmm. Where is your discomfort and yeah. why? And, and they're really the, uh, the the little gold nuggets, aren't they? They're really the gold nuggets. Oh. You know, Jeff, you, you hit it on the head, man. Like when you're coming mm -hmm. from that soul space and talking about that shadow, you got to think about yourself too, brothers and sisters. What Jeff's talking about, that illumination of the shadow, that shadow – you know, when we think about that shadow, is it the true self of each and all of us? Mm -hmm. You know, is the mirror that we look at the reflection of ourself actually that false identity that we've been carrying around most of our lives? Mm. So when we talk about shadow for maybe some of our viewers that may not connect with some of these uh, words, you know, I see also shadow deep within the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And as we say, so much of these inner, inner uh, adequacies, they come and stem from our childhood. If we have not pulled that root, then we go on living unconsciously and we may not even see some of these things that are within that shadow. Mm -hmm. well, we may not see them, Evis, but I could tell you we feel them. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I'm going with that statement is how many of us have been or in relationship where we find out because our partner finally has the courage to say um, how unhappy they are and whether they're expressing it as they're unhappy with the relationship or they're unhappy with itself. You hear couples so often, one of the partners say, I had no idea. I didn't see it coming. The, the, as a partner, ship, your ship was dark. Your <laughs> ship had no light on. Your partnership between you and your partner had been in darkness for a long time. And you didn't see it coming because the light wasn't bright enough to see it coming. You weren't paying attention. I was. I was listening. I caught a piece of the... Jada Smith from Red Table Talk. And she said that, now I'm paraphraser. I just heard it, I think, early this morning. She said that Will Smith and her are married. For, they were together for over 20 years. And they have both acknowledged that they didn't know each other. Oh. And, you know, the sad thing is, is that it, 
it's not just them. I mean, I was in a 30-year marriage and I didn't know until I woke up what I already had stepped out of that relationship to be able to acknowledge today and say, you know, I had the same virus. I had no idea who I was. And I really didn't know my wife. And what I say I didn't know her is I really didn't understand how the two of us brought our young, younger year shadows into our adult relationship in our mid-20s, unknowingly. And we were just playing house for years. I mean, we, we, when I say that, I mean like we weren't being real because if we were, we would have faced our own inner dark shadows so that we could have healed the relationship. But that's not uncommon. So if we want to fix relationships, where does it begin, guys? With yourself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Jada to join in with us here. And, uh, yeah, right. Help her to look at herself and then realize why for 20 years they didn't know each other because they probably really didn't know deep down in their soul space who they are. Mm. So they were looking. So, so usually when that happens is you're living your relationship through the old conditioning, the old wounding. You're going to complete me. I'm looking at dad. I'm looking at mom. And that's what we're looking at in some way. And then all of a sudden what pops up is you have all of this confusion and, and conflict and convoluted stuff going on. And you're wondering why it's going on. And the question is, is, well, here's the mirror. Mm. Can you look at yourself and get to know yourself and then maybe realize, oh, wow, I'm looking at this person. I'm now engaging in a deep, introspective, personal process within me to reveal the relationship I'm having with myself yeah once you start to do that relationship and you will and you awaken and go i don't even know you and the reason why i don't know you now is because i i didn't know who i am right now and now that i know that why the heck am i in this relationship uh-huh uh-huh yeah mm-hmm what do you mean? Go ahead. Yeah, look, we're diving back into the relationships, and we've talked about <laughs> it on many, many shows uh, of this mirror consciousness that we've been living in. I think that's been the real gem for 2020 for most of us. If we were actually would stop and just be still, like we talk about, mm-hmm. then you know we look at our surroundings and the real or the reality that we've been living in. If something doesn't feel right. Don't you think that's just a, a little reflection of something that's not connected with inside of your body, with inside of your life? You know, we've been so fortunate through 2020 to have that time. So one thing for me is that, you know, were you making that a priority within your life to uncover some of this shadow work? We had the time to pause to really take, uh-huh. you know, the inventory of 
what it is we've been, you know, really making within our lives up until this point. And when we actually go back from within and we start to see those mirror effects for those people, places and things outside of us that don't align to our true authentic self, then it's simply a choice. And if there's one thing that we do have left on this planet right now, it is a choice, my brothers and sisters. Mm. So, yeah, man, 100% there, Jeff. Mm. Yeah. Not, no, but, uh, um, go ahead, Josh. I was going to say that the challenge is, because um, I know we've all been through that moment of having to face those things in the mirror that we don't like and uh, having to acknowledge those and take ownership of that and take ownership of our ability to change it. Um, I think what's tough or what at least I did was I was tempted to jump to judgment at first and label or call things bad or wonder where they came from or, you know, were those mine and how did I end up this way? You know, all of those type questions. And I think it's important to, with this work, as we uncover things that we're uncomfortable with that don't support our highest good. And as we learn more about what it is that we do want in our lives and push out the stuff that we don't want is to do all of this work without judgment, uh, without labeling old things as bad or, um, you know, uh, labeling it as negative. It's, you know, we use, we, we all in the show use really specific words for a reason. And, uh, we, we say that things don't support our highest good and all of that. And I know a ton of you, uh, out there who do this work understand that. Um, but the words and the way that we treat all of this stuff as we dig it up is really important as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yep. we, we, we got to move through this work in a loving, compassionate way towards ourselves. I mean, they're all just lessons. They're things that we can learn from and beautiful golden nuggets that we can take with us and move on and, and elevate ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, Josh. I want to acknowledge two of our viewers. One comment that Katrina May, coming in from, from Vancouver Island, British mm. Columbia, she talked about, I posted a few minutes ago, it's not about, you know, we have this belief system that it's a 50-50 partnership. You know, it's 50-50, right? And uh, she said something that just slipped me up because uh, I didn't understand this until a few years back. She says a relationship is not 50-50. It has to be 100%, 100%. Otherwise, you are dealing with two incomplete people. And my interpretation of that, I absolutely love that, Katrina, because what I had to be willing to do was when I looked at the, the wreckage of a 30-year marriage that, when I say wreckage, it wasn't all bad, but the wreckage of the choices that I made that impacted my relationship, not only with my partner, my wife, my ex, but my children, was I had to be willing to hold myself 100% accountable for my part. Now, my, my mom, who I love to death, she, she had a hard time wrapping her head around that because she felt like, well, wait a minute, what about her? Is she holding herself accountable? And my answer was and still is, I don't know. And I don't need to know. But what I do need to know is that in order for me to become the best version of who I am, my true authentic self, I needed to I needed to show up. I needed to grow up. 
And I needed to say, you know what? I am 100% accountable for my part in what worked and what didn't work. It wasn't all bad. There was some beautiful things that came out of, of being in that relationship for all those years. I also want to acknowledge um, something that here, here we were, I think it was Jillian said, um, well, Abigail said, leave blame at the door, just see the things that happened. So now what? Uh-huh. And that's that's about a lot of lot of lot of that is about dropping the judgment and uh-huh. when you drop the blame and you start holding yourself accountable for your part in it and it also acceptance that things played out the way they had to play out. There's where we can start to shift. There's where we can start to let go of the of the heavy weight and begin to focus on the healing and uncovering truly who you are and being able to honor that person within you honor respect and love and forgive mm-hmm. what do you and, think of that jeff and, um i think the big question in all of that is two questions um if we're adults can we take responsibility for who we are and before that it even asked the question who am i Who am I right now? Who do I know myself to be? Can you answer that question um, without needing to look outside of yourself for somebody to tell you that? Really just honor and value um, ourselves for that. So how far have you come in honoring, valuing, and loving yourself? So you can um, accept all of you. And, And even when the judgment comes up, says, be aware and conscious I'm judging myself right now. Differentiate between the wounds of the child and the adult and stay in the, in the present moment of now as this is where I'm at, this is what's coming up, this is what I am uncovering. And as I uncover it, what am I discovering about me, my past, my old behaviors, and where am I right now? What do I need to change and shift within me so I can shift and change that relationship with myself to a more loving, honest, authentic, transparent relationship so I can be me. So I can be me. My question to everyone is, who are you being right now? Are you fully being you? I ask myself that question every day. Am I being me? Or am I, or am I trying to prove to somebody that I'm worthwhile? Am I being me or am I trying to do something that might negate my needs so I satisfy your needs and then I love you, then you, then you love me? And I, it's a right. constant thing to see if I'm really being authentic with um, honoring and valuing me, my needs, my boundaries, what is important to me, or am I still going outside of myself looking for it, looking to mom, looking to dad and asking them, mom and dad, if I take care of your needs, if I be who you want me to be, will you still love me? And how did you answer that? And that the last time you asked yourself that question, Jeff Fasano? I'm doing the best I can to be who I am. I am in a place now after, and, and after all of what we've asked everybody to do in 2020 is to really look at ourselves, 
I've taken a long look during that pause at myself. And it's through the shadow that I have gone through in 2020. And it has been pretty deep, that shadow. Things coming up that I really, really couldn't believe that was still inside of me. That I've come to a place where here I am. This is who I am. Is there judgment there? Yes. Is there shame there? Yes. But have I grown to an awareness and consciousness that that comes up? That's what, we are, that's, uh, that's what we're all asking everybody to do. It's not about fixing anything. We don't have to fix ourselves. There is absolutely nothing to fix. It is just about becoming, raising your awareness, raising your consciousness about revealing and illuminating all of this old stuff inside of you, all of those old beliefs, all of that old conditioning to simply raise your awareness and consciousness like, oh, wow, I've been doing that. I've been mm. saying that. That's been my old behavior. Oh, wow. Has that served me? No, not really. Can I change it? Can I, can I shift this? And then what do I need to do to shift this? And then it's about looking in the mirror and going into that wounded child and start doing, doing that work through nurturing all of, all of this about us. And then all we're doing is just raising our awareness and consciousness. And that's why it's called, it's called becoming conscious. Love that. Jeff Fistano bringing it home one more time on Real Men, Real Talk Live. Jason Heath, another man of the land from down under, I suppose he may be, in fact, be a relative of yours. I think proud, maybe uncle or cousin look on your face. Cousins. What do you think about, uh, Ev, why don't you read out loud what your cousin wrote here? What's he said? So he's recently quit work uh, for the six to 12 months to rediscover, to face these shadows that have been running from mm. over 10 years. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm. What beautiful. do you make of that? What do you make beautiful. of that, cuz? Well, well, that's 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 showing confidence, isn't it? We talked about this last week. We it's showing uh, a self-esteem. It's showing a belief within oneself to be able to finally cut that cord, to finally let go of that attachment. You know, it takes a lot of power for anyone to be able to do that. And you know, I'm so proud of you, my brother. That's beautiful. So beautiful. Um, to have that first, like jo Josh and Jeff were just saying, that self-awareness that, you know, um, if you're in a particular relationship like we've just discussed or it could be look like a career, maybe if you're in a, a health predicament, you know, you have to really weigh up and say, is this my highest possible self? You know, we haven't really touched that when we are able to give ourselves a benchmark of what that highest possible version that highest possible self may look like, then it may be just little things. It may have to start with habits. You know, am I friggin' doing mindless scrolling through social media? You know, do I have to stop eating <laughs> some of my favourite ice creams or foods before a particular time of night? Do I have to stop smoking? What are these basic little habits that we can start building up this confidence, this self-esteem to then start giving ourselves permission to let go 
of some of those things that weren't serving us. Mm-hmm. Then to me, once you're starting to build up that little bit of empowerment within yourself with little small habits that make big changes, then, then my brothers and sisters, you can dive in deep to those feelings, those negative roots that may have been holding us back from really getting into our true potential from that childhood. Mm-hmm. And that's where we go deep within that shadow that we're talking about. So, yeah, cuz that's that's beautiful news to hear, my man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that 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 statement that he made, that's consciousness. That's it, yeah. brother. Yeah. I also want to acknowledge Leonard Nelson. Welcome to uh to the show, Leonard. Um, I want to acknowledge you've said I have done the same thing. Really gives you a chance to work on yourself without the distractions. Len, I'd love to know what state or country uh, you call home today. And thank you for joining us tonight on Real Men, Real Talk Live. Carrie Crary says, uh, amen, Evis. <laughs> Mary Kelly says, small change is big priority. 100. Jillian Bowie uh, coming in from Scotland says, I am constantly being made aware of the shadow. I pause, go mm-hmm. deeper back home to myself. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, wow, what do you make of that, Josh, right there? That powerful statement, I pause and go deeper back home to myself. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's, and you know, some of our viewers may not know what that home is, what that sense of self is. I know when I was going through it and I was forced to pause and reflect, I didn't know where I'd end up and where I'd be. And, and that was scary at first. And that was um, terrifying. And it's okay to not know also, you know, Jillian, Jillian's beautiful and she knows her way home and it's okay to not know your way home when you are going through this journey as well. And to say, I don't know where this is going to end up, but I'm just going to keep moving forward because yeah. it feels good and I'm uh, and I'm raising my energy and I feel good about myself and that's all that counts seriously mm-hmm. if you just focus on feeling good and eliminating the things in your life that don't feel good trying on new things um wearing you know it's like clothing you can try on experiences like a like a jacket and say you know what this doesn't fit and put it aside and if you simply just use your happiness as a barometer to what direction to keep going forward in with this awareness as you're moving through darkness or unearthing things that come up along the way and examining them and then putting them aside as well. Um, but if you keep using happiness as your barometer, you're going to find yourself and your purpose and you what you are truly put here to be and do and what makes you happiest and keeps you grounded and where your power is, your confidence is. Um, all of that is... Um, at the end of that happiness road. <laughs> I, I was thinking like the yellow brick road road yeah. is, is what I was thinking. I, I want to just take a moment here to share with you guys. I just had a flashback and it's appropriate to share. Um, remember when you were kids and maybe uh, you were in your dad or mom was driving. This is before obviously smartphones. We, if we had a GPS system, it was a map. But at some <laughs> point, your mom or dad, 
acknowledged out loud that they think they're lost. Now, as a young kid, do any of you have a memory of hearing that, receiving that, and going unknowingly to fear of, oh, my God, we're lost. Like, we may not find our way home tonight. And, of course, the sun set. It's dark out now. And that's the time when mom or dad says, I think I made a wrong turn. I, we're lost. And I had that flashback because I remember a few of those moments where, as that young kid, I didn't express how I was feeling, but I, I held it in. But I had the awareness that I was scared. Like, what if we don't find our way home? Mm-hmm. I share this flashback that it just happened for me. Because we grow up. We've all grown up. Chronologically, I should preference that. And we spend all these years as adults trying to find our way back home. Many of us unknowingly, we're not aware that we're even trying to get there, but we're all chasing it. We're all seeking it in all the wrong places for the most part. But I find it ironic that here we are understanding the powerful statement that Abigail shared, uh, that Jillian shared about having the fear of facing a shadow, but knowing that each time she faces it, 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 it brings her home, brings her one step closer. And that is such a powerful experience if you have had those breakthrough moments when you were willing to face the darkness, the shadow of not knowing, will it bring you home? But being willing to step into the unknown so that you can come home. Uh And it doesn't matter if you're five years old or you're 55 years old. It it felt good when we pulled into that driveway. And it's that same kind of, I think, internal emotion and feeling that I get to experience each time I'm willing to face a new shadow that pops up, honor it, respect it, and protect my younger child within, hold his hand, and let him know together we can come home together. Mm. And it's just a beautiful way to have that experience. Ev, I don't know if you've, if what it's been like for you, my friend, but I invite you to share what does coming home mean? Mm. Your oh, own oh, personal journey. I love that analogy, brother, uh, what you've just used there. And we've talked about it in previous shows, you know, like the, 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 the car, the, the body being the vehicle and, you know, really starting to witness, you know, like our sister out there, that beautiful journey back home and, um, you know, we, we think about that inner child uh, that we keep talking about at Real Men Will Talk Live and, you know, if mum or dad were sitting in the front seat and um, they were driving, you know, in that dark time uh, and all we did was have the map. You know, for me, uh, over the years, what I've found is that I am the map. I am the GPS system because I started coming from a place of the heart. For me, on my journey back home, it's really coming from a different place. It's coming from a place of knowing, even in the unknown. 
you know, it may be a dark space within your life. It may be dark times, whatever it may be going through. But when we start to use some of these words, like we're starting to really embrace more, we can start facing some more of this darkness and this shadow, like intuition, like instinct, mm. like going within. So for me on my journey back home, it was really a journey coming back home to that soul space, to that very heart space. Mm. And now who you witness driving my vehicle around is my highest possible version. Mm. But that took a lot of, lot of work, a lot of inner deep work, like we talk about here on a Real Mineral Talk. Mm. I had to drive in and out of those shadows. I had to drive in that dark time. And believe me, they still come around. But what you start to realize is that when your highest possible version, that most lit self is driving the vehicle now and you give nothing but trust, love and unconditional empowerment that you know that you are always going to be on the right path back home. Beautiful. Mm. I'm going to invite all of us to take a nice deep breath in right here, right now. Mm. Nice pause. Yeah. Elizabeth says, home is where the heart is. For those that may not understand the language, the language we're speaking tonight, home is where the heart is. And I think you got it. It's, it's where you feel safe. Uh, Leonard said, uh, he says, coming home to me means getting back to my safe place. Hmm. How many of us as men and women lost our way home? We... Uh, our lights burned out, our bulbs burned out, and we didn't take the time to replace them. Mm. So we're, we're running on one headlight. Sometimes we're running on none. Mm. Mm. You know, Jay, uh, you said something that, that just stuck with me. Are you willing to... Come home. Wait, Jeff, we lost you. You're frozen. Wait, breaking up a little bit, brother. Yep. Drop him a note. Um, Did you guys lose uh, me? Oh, man. Yeah, we lost yeah. You. Yeah, you. You're back, brother. You got the uh, headlights on. I think you made a wrong turn. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped into the darkness for a second. And you yeah. did. You yeah. did. Touching now, the void. What you said, Jay, was are you willing? to venture and step into the unknown to come home. Mm -hmm. And then Eva said that, and I'm hopefully I got it right. Eva said, I, it, in the unknown, I am the known. It is me who I know in the unknown. And, and those, those are two very powerful statements, questions? Are we willing to venture into the unknown to come home? And then when we're in the unknown, because we're all, we're all, and I, and I say we, we're all frightened in some way, shape, or form of the unknown. And it's how deeply we know who we are that gives us the strength, the courage, the confidence 
to step into the unknown. Because when we step into the unknown, the only known or safety that we have is us. So how well do I know myself? And then that doorway opens to the unknown and there's nothing on the other side of it. And we all wanna seek out something or someone outside of ourselves to be safe and secure. I'm looking for that safety. The safety and the unknown in our wounding is I need to know what's in the unknown so I'm safe. So what is on that other side of the door? Well, if we're recreating a whole new life for ourselves, then we're doing it from an empty palette. So we have to venture into the unknown. And we're in that unknown, as Evis just said, it's us. Knowing who we are so we can open another doorway into the unknown, create more. Then the, the next doorway into the unknown. Life is a succession of doorways into the unknown. Yep. Love that. But how many of us want guarantees stepping in? To and, as up and, know. <laughs> and, and that's the ego mind, isn't it, Joe? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Whereas like Jeff's saying, you know, that in that unknown, that, that dark space, that is full potential, infinite possibilities. That is where we're most powerful, my brothers and sisters. So we've got to embrace that we are the dark and we are the light. Yep. Mm-hmm. We are both. Sean Cudahy says, the unknown is the only place where growth can happen. Sean, so good to see you coming in this evening from the East Coast of the United States. Elizabeth uh, says, we are light. Uh, Robert Brooker, I wouldn't suggest this to anyone, but you know what? I'm going to acknowledge. Thank you for joining us. Robert Brooker, good to see you tonight. He says there is a time before 20. I used to see how long I could drive for a day to night with my eyes shut. <laughs> 80 miles per hour. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, so, like, what do you make of that? Like, why? Here's my question. Why? Well, what were you flirting with? Was there ice ice on the road too, Robert? Was there eight feet of snow that you were driving through as well? (laughs) Well, Robert's still here, so it turned out okay. I think think here's the answer coming in from an angel called Mary (laughs) Kelly. She says, adrenaline junkie, yeah. Well, I know know that real well because I was once an adrenaline junkie. I didn't do anything uh, as insane as that, Robert. But I did take many chances that uh, could have hurt me or other people in my life. And it's not something I'm proud of today. I'm so grateful that I no longer live in the rush of adrenaline. And today I choose to live in the calm of serenity and, and peace, inner peace. Because when we are able to experience inner peace with um, calm, that, my friends, are called, is called freedom. Mm-hmm. And freedom is what life is about. There you go. Yep. We think uh, a lot of us, we go right to, well, that's what freedom of speech is about. I'm not going to freedom of speech. We are going way deeper than that. Yeah, this buddy. is way deeper than freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. This hey, when is you freedom. Honor and value, when, you honor and, when we honor and value love ourselves and move into a deeper sense of who we are and the truth of who we are. It's not about freedom of speech. It's, it's simply expressing the depth of that. And like Evis, Evis says, 
from our heart space, mm -hmm. expressing it with love. Mm -hmm. You know, freedom of speech is something that is out there. Mm -hmm. We have freedom of speech. Well, if you're moving into your heart and knowing that you can, you're looking to express that love and who you are, that's all it is, it's, it's, it's expression. And that expression comes from our heart space. True, brother. Yeah. Uh -huh. Guys, you're not gonna believe it. We are about nine minutes, uh, less than nine minutes to the hour. Another another show close to uh, being on the backside. So what I'd like to do is uh, invite each one of you to start the time of the show called Magical Chairs, or Musical Chairs as well. They are magical. You know, it's interesting. It's like almost every week now, the way we're placed, we're all coming in the same way. Um, so the way magical chairs and musical chairs works is you each will have two minutes minimum to put um, closing thoughts or words under the show from what you pulled out of the, our conversation this evening. And or if you want to share any tips, tricks, and tools for those that are ready to uncover, to discover the real you. What could be some of the, the simple steps to start? And so with that, I'm, I have no idea. I have no recollection of who went first, but Josh, Richard, I'm gonna invite you to go first since you're, uh, you're at the top of the, top of the hour there with me. You're in the magical chair, Josh. <laughs> For some reason, I felt that coming today. <laughs> I felt that coming today. And um, I guess a nugget, um, if you are out there and needed a little assistance uncovering, if you needed a, a bigger shovel, <laughs> we'll put wow. it that way. If you need a bigger shovel uh, to dig through your yard and find some of the old crap that's uh, that's down there and, so that you can get rid of it, um, and get it out of your way so you can plant this beautiful garden filled with all of the flowers that support you and smell amazing and the, and the food that you want to grow in that garden and the seeds that uh, are going to sprout and turn into you know big, strong, confident trees that is you, that, that yard that is you. Um, what we can do with a, a little shovel that I enjoyed uh, in the past when I was in the midst of a big uh, personal change was looking at everything that I thought or said out loud. And I would immediately ask myself after uh, when I was in an interaction with somebody, um, it's often an interaction with somebody, but I would ask myself right after I said something, what's my motivation? Mm. Why did I say that? Was I trying to get something from the other person, a response? Was that response coming from a need of mine, a lack, a whole? There's a whole lot of insights by asking the simple question, what's my motivation? And when I would even be thinking inside my own head and, and mapping out something I was going to do, I'm like, what's my motivation? What's the end game? What am I trying to get out of this? And is it from lack or is it? towards joy and uh we can really really dig up some good juicy nuggets and examine some old crap that doesn't serve us anymore by asking that simple question what's my motivation mm. so that's the shovel i am going to hand over to you guys this evening love it love it brother 
Jeffersano. <laughs> get to follow Evis tonight. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. We got to mix it up here. We got to keep everyone on their toes. We don't want you guys to get too comfort. Too much comfort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, comfort is the enemy of change. Exactly. You <laughs> you know, I, I love what Josh just said about what is my motivation, and 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 he used the word joy, and that just really hit me. Um, and, and it gave me a little flashback, uh, to my dad watching my father and, and like, I, I never saw my father really joyful. And I know how that impacted me and everything for him was always a chore or how I perceived it. And I never really saw the joy in his life again, how I perceived it as a child. And, and one of the things that I've been doing, especially during 2020 and moving in and within and looking at my life and, and seeing where that joy was, how I was creating that joy for myself, what brings me the greatest amount of joy. And I asked myself all of those questions. And Josh, that, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, am I motivated by joy? Or do I constantly look as the glass is half empty or the glass is empty or my life is empty? Mm. So I started just looking at um, joy and started looking at joy and staying with joy. What's raising my resonance and vibration? What is raising my spirits? If I'm in that relationship, does it raise my resonance and vibration? Does it raise my spirits? Do I look forward to it? Is, am I on this pathway of, of raising my, my vibration of, or joy in life? And really taking a good long look at that because many of us are addicted to drama. Many of mm. us are addicted to stuff that keeps us in this joylessness of life because that is what we were modeled. So what we can really begin to look at, and I'm glad you opened that door, Josh, and you always do, is um, look at, uh, uh, I'm just going to dovetail on what Josh just said, um, and take that shovel and just maybe dig it a little deeper and really ask you to look at where is the joy in your life and and begin to look at that. and, And if, and if, that's not there. Find it. Find the relationships that raise your resonance and vibration and the champion, like we've been talking tonight, your highest good that keeps that resonance and vibration up. We're going to go through ebbs and flows in our life. You know, our resonance and vibration is not always going to be joyous and, you know, be there. But in the, in the greater scheme of things, it is all about how do I feel? Mm-hmm. And constantly stay in behaviors that's joyless. Mm. Mm. Love it. Beautiful, brother. Mm-hmm. Hearing that, Jeff. Hearing that, my man. I love that. It's like letting, letting joy be your guide. Yeah. 
letting higher vibration mm-hmm. you know it's 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 resonance it's 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 resonance um you know um are yeah. we addicted to that to the muck and my when we look outside of ourselves do we stay stay with it that that fuels this oldness and maybe we've got to stay with that and move into that shadow mm-hmm. so the question is is this relationship bringing me joy is this relationship uplifting you know i'm using other other words and and if mm-hmm. i'm if i'm and i'm not talking about a, um, a love relationship with a significant other it just could be because we have a relationship to everything and everything god every time i'm with that person it's just this one thing after another and then ask yourself, why am I staying with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100% brother. Uh-huh. Avis, love, Heath. You're up. No, thank, th- thanks for that, Jeff, man. 100% brother. And my, my question is to my brothers and sisters, do you know what joy is? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, what is your definition of that word? What is your definition of happiness? You know, 2020, I think we've started to see, my brothers and sisters, it was truly a year to be able to have that vision and clarity of what some of these beautiful words like Jeff, Josh, my brother Jay have just talked about tonight is all about. You know, I really feel after uncovering so much stuff through 2020, We've been able to discover some of those fragmented pieces that we've always talked about. And many of us may be still in a recover, retirement. We look at that word cover. Deep etymology of that word means covert, means to unacknowledge, to close off. Like what have we not unacknowledged to the world? What have we not opened ourselves to the world with? You know, this path of self-discovery, it must be learned and only taught by you. It can only be mastered by you. But you have to have a stepping stone or a benchmark to know what your true values and beliefs are. Otherwise, like we've talked about on the show all night, You follow old belief systems, old programming, old patterns that don't even belong to you. And that's okay. That is okay, brothers and sisters. But kindly with respect and honour, hand these back. It may be a ritual that you may have to do with your parents. You don't have to do that physically. You may write a nice note. Respectfully, hand that back to them. It may be in your meditation. It may be in a message in a bottle. Who knows what it may be? But at the end of the day, it's time to let go. Let go to grow. Embrace and face up to some of the stuff that we've held unconsciously for so, so long. Start implementing some of these tools that we talk about. Mm. Do you meditate? Do you sit with yourself? Do you pray? 
whatever that may look like in that term. Do you feel your current actions, your decisions, your behavior, like I said, align with your core value? Because if they don't, then you really do have to start taking stock or inventory of your current life. Are you accepting to other people's views, other people's perspectives? Let go of judgment. Accept. And do you regular consider your place in this world? Ask yourself, and I've said this on a previous show, those three questions. Who do I want to be? Where do I want to be? And who do I want to become? Because that, my brothers and sisters, is the path onto that self-discovery. And we, we can let go and depart some of those relationships that we talk about that may not have served us to this point. Then, my brothers and sisters, we can get to that destination we call self-love. I don't know, my brothers and sisters. Peace. Jay loved it so much, he's muted himself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot wow. to keep me down, brothers. Mm. But, uh, wow, that's just absolutely beautiful. Mm. Let it mm. go to grow. Another, mm. another new... Uh, Line coming out of Real Men Real Talk Live this evening. I want to welcome so many of our new viewers that joined us this evening, some new names that joined us in the comments. Uh, please come back, please consider coming back next week for a new episode. I do want to share that on the 22nd, not next week, but the week after. I believe it's in two Fridays from tonight. We have a special guest joining us for our once a month. We invite uh, someone from the opposite side of the spectrum, a woman, female, to come in last month. We had Ozzy Osbourne joining us this month coming up. We have Rosie Mercado. She's going to be joining us. If some of you may know the name, she is an American plus-size model, celebrity makeup artist, fashion designer, and television personality of Mexican descent. She is best known for starring in reality television show Curvy Girls on Nouveau TV, and featuring on National Geographic Channel's Taboo. Rosie Mercado, Mercado is going to be joining us in a couple of weeks for a special episode. Um, we will not disclose in this moment what our episode is going to be about, but she does have a relatively new book out right now. If you check it out, I think it's The Girl with Low Self-Esteem. I think that's the name of the book. Jeff, do you recall? I think uh, you're on it. it. I think you're on it, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And tell you what, I'll put it in the on our website under the show links. Um, I'll put a link to Rosie's page so you can check it out and check out her book. But yeah, we're really excited to have uh, Rosie come on. Beautiful. And then uh, we also wanted to just acknowledge that Real Men Real Talk Live podcast is now available on Spotify, Google Plus, and all of the other uh, popular uh, podcast apps that are available online. So Real Men Real Talk Live, we don't have all of our prior episodes, but we're building them up from past episodes. And so they're there if you want them. You could also find us on our YouTube channel. All of our prior episodes from the first one back in 2020 
is archived in the playlist on Real Men Real Talk Live on YouTube. And so with that, um, my closing thoughts, uh, first and foremost, for those of you that joined us a little late, I I do not wear lipstick. This is, uh, this is uh, I, I saw that come through one more time. This is what happens when COVID decides to, uh, to do its part to, to enter into my body and system. It's, it's doing, so it's done some havoc on my lips and, uh, this too shall pass it they will heal. And I am embracing this moment now, at least I know what it, I'd look like if I put some color in my face, other than from what comes from the natural sun, vitamin D that I do find myself in on a daily basis when I'm out here hiking in the red rocks. You know, as far as tonight's show goes, I really didn't know uh, where, where it was going to take us. But what I do know is where it took me. It took me back. It took me back to my younger years. It took me back to those moments when I was in fear and I wasn't sure if I was going to make it home or if I was going to make it home safe. And I know that I, that experience wasn't just mine. I know that we have all had those moments where as our younger selves, we weren't sure. We weren't sure if we were gonna make it home. Maybe we weren't sure if we had a fear of one of our parents wouldn't make it home. We had a fear if one of them wasn't healthy. Well, if they drank too much and what could be. And what I know is, is that as an adult, when I get triggered, when we get triggered, what we want to do is have a safe place to come home to. And we don't have to seek it outside anymore because it's here. It's within all of us. And when that younger self gets scared in a moment, as the adult, we can do for our younger child what maybe we couldn't do when we were that child, which was protect us, honor us. Let that younger child know they'll be okay. Don't be afraid to uncover the cover. Because when we uncover the cover, the weight is lifted. And when the weight is lifted, we get to experience inner joy, inner calm, serenity peace, and love. It's possible that we could have those breakthrough moments. We just have to be willing to have the courage, as I believe Josh said earlier in the show. It takes courage. But I know you can do it because you've mastered many other difficult challenges in your life. It's our younger self that gets scared. But it's okay. It's okay to acknowledge it. But it's not okay to stay in it. I say no. No, no, no. Give yourself permission to step in and step out. And when we do that, we get to experience life in a way we never knew was possible. And that, my friends, is freedom. And with that, I love you guys. Uh -huh. Have a safe weekend. Enjoy. I know, Evis, you're a day ahead, so you're ready. you ready to get the download. You know what we're going to 
have happen tomorrow. <laughs> not, not sure over on your side of the pond, brother, but you know, it's, it's crazy here too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, viewers. If you heard something that you like to love, please share it out on your page. Help us grow this channel organically, naturally, and with love. We love you. We'll see you next week. Stay healthy, stay well, and uh, keep the faith. Uh, it's possible. Everything's possible. Mm-hmm.